I hear a princess Aaron Dawn. Hi. Good. You can hear me. Yay. Hey, Hooker. Right. Slut. I know. Right? You feeling Randy, girl? I am. You know what? I wish I was too. I don't know if it's the seasoning changes or whatever, but the I have not felt changes on morning that often. Well, but- me either. COVID-19 kind of dampened that sponge for me. You know what I mean? Weird, right? Because, I mean, technically, we should be, like, you know, hot for teacher right now, so to speak. But we're not. Like, I'm not. Like, I mean. My vagina says I've got one too many uh, bacteria living in me already. I don't need somebody else's juices coming along fucking shit up. Speaking of which, I need a probiotic. Are you, are you, do you have a probiotic that you recommend? I just want to get one just like for gut health and stuff. I do, Heifer. I do, but I wanted to do a formal intro on our, our podcast today. <laughs> Can I do that Not... first before I start plugging products? About our vaginas? Yeah, go about, ahead. Well, yeah, I, I could go into great length about my vagina. Vagina monologue. That's exactly right. So, hello and welcome to the Naked Under Onion Mystery Tour Pod. I'd like to introduce to you Princess Erin Dawn and myself, Edith Ivy Rosenblatt, on the NOMT podcast, where any topic you, where any topic goes, and usually does. And thank you for sitting down with us and giving us a listen. And today's topic is friendship. Yeah. But first, we're going to plug a probiotic. (laughs) (laughs) I got a good one for you. It is called Renew. Oh. Yeah. And it's 200 billion. And it's a seven-day treatment. Okay. And it's for critical care and i'll email that to you cool um that way you have it and your vagina will welcome the healthy bacteria baby awesome i'm on i'm on board man i'm i'm you know i just turned 41 on wednesday so i kind of just want to like do some new stuff you know well how about this and then another friend of mine told me about this it's hyaluronic acid and it's a suppository and it goes up into your vagina Mm -hmm. and it makes that shit juicy really yes honey like a like a medium rare hamburger honey that's crazy with all the juices coming yeah and she's my girlfriend the one that told me about it she's i will i'll say 68 Wow. Okay. Yeah. And she said that she and her husband used it and it changed her life. So, okay. Well, that's all I needed to hear. So, so I'll email that to you. Yeah. Please do. Please do. All right. So, you you chose the topic this week to be friendship. And I know that you've got a lot of experience with this lately with just the changing of friendships and friendships sort of changing forms. So, I'm going to let you like take the floor on this right now. Okay. Okay. Well, like you said, I'm going through a shift Mm -hmm. and um, the dynamics of who I am is changing. Um, 
you know, I'm bipolar. I used to be an alcoholic. Um, not drugs so much, but definitely alcohol played a huge part in my life. So when I quit completely, my whole perspective on the world changed, like changed for the good. Like I see everything as fun and delightful. And when I hear somebody complaining, I, I really don't want to hang out. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Absolutely. It's like negative energy and I don't want it in my field. Right. Right. Yeah. Like I, I, I've even said to some, said to a friend recently, cause I thought, you know, we were on that wavelength of communication. I said, you know, your vibration, you're not vibrating with me. You're not in the groove with me. We're not on the same page. You don't understand what I'm saying to you. And it didn't go over well. Hmm. It was met with insecurity and fear and screaming. He still drinks and I think he's doing cocaine too. Oh, that'll, that'll, uh, that'll put a lot of pressure on a friendship. That's for sure. Any kind of, um, and any kind of like amphetamines, it's like, Jesus Christ, man, it's a, it's a recipe for disaster unless both people are completely gorked out of their minds. Well, you know, and, but they'll, but the funny thing is, and I think everybody has this capability of being empathetic and also being narcissistic at the same time. Those two dynamics, those two mindsets, you that's why people meditate is to to be somewhere in between, somewhere healthier. Are you, are you following yeah. that path? What I'm trying, absolutely picking up what I'm laying. I'm down picking up what you're laying down there, partner. Um, absolutely. Yeah. No, I think, and I think it's a lot of. I think you and I have had this discussion too mm-hmm. that it's an age thing too, uh, because sometimes, you know, um, when you're younger, you're a lot less discerning about who you hang out with and who you interact with and who you allow in your circle. And when you get older, I think it's better to have, you know, three shiny pennies than like 50 quarters, you know, or something that probably sounds a lot better than that. But, but it's like, you look at your friend circle and you kind of go, you know what, these, I like these people and these people are, you know, we can benefit each other growth wise and grow together and all that good stuff. And the people that I've left behind, um, specifically in my drug days or in my twenties, um, you know, it's, it was for the better. It was, it was, it was for the betterment, you know, and and probably, you know, mutual in that respect, because, you know, drug addicts don't want a fucking sober person, bring them down, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I see, but that the narcissist in me is like, Oh, everybody's like me. Everybody thinks like me. Everybody, um, you know, if I, if, if I tell you something, I'm going to fucking do it. Okay. There's no hemming and, and if I can't do it, I'll call you up in plenty of time to let you know that you need to find somebody else to do whatever it is you ask me to do. 
Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So not everybody's like that. No, no, not every, not everybody's like that. Oh, that's trippy. What did you do? Oh, hold on. Oh, hold on. Okay. Can you still hear me? That is cool. <laughs> do that again. I, I literally oh. opened two different anchors. <laughs> No way. I totally, That's too funny. I did. It was weird. It was totally weird. I was like, wait a minute. I liked it. It was all weird and trippy. Um, yeah. It, I mean, the people I have now that I'm friends with are such ride or die fabulous people that I don't, you know, I, 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 I want for nothing. You know what I mean? I believe that when you, like, I'm, I'm good hanging out with me. Right? Uh-huh. Like if my friends don't call me, I'm not over here sitting like I used to when we hung out with the posse. Yeah. Yeah. I was always concerned whether or not I was going to be invited to stuff. And if I, if I wasn't invited, I'd be like, well, why wasn't I invited? Is somebody mad at me? Did I do something wrong? And I know that from when I was a kid and the programming that I received in my young life was you're not enough. You're not doing enough. You can't go to school enough. You can't get a good enough grades. You, um, and you, you don't just get this from your parents. You get it from teachers. If these people that are teaching you and guiding you don't believe they're enough, they're going to teach you that exact same thing. Yeah, of course. That's exactly what's going to happen. Um, yeah, that's why I'm kind of happy that I can't have kids because I think that if I raise kids in today's society, they would just be like dead in the water. You know, I mean, with the amount of like cyberbullying and social media bullshit and, and influencers and craziness and whatever, I, there's no way. There's just absolutely no way. Well, think about it. Being a kid today, I really don't like how people go after millennials, to be honest. Uh Uh-huh. I think if you want a millennial to understand, make any sense, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think there's just way too much. There's way too much, you know, separating people into groups. I mean, it's, we, we have more in common with each other than we think we do. But here's the, here's the other gamut I want to talk about is that mm-hmm. alcohol skews your perception. I mean, and I speak in regards to myself, it skews your perception so badly that you're terrified of everything. And when I, yeah, you know, you, when I drank, I literally felt like everybody was out to get me. Mm-hmm. So it was hard yeah. for me to have friendships. 
Yeah. I, the friends I had, even the friends I had in early recovery, I really don't talk to anymore because either they're dead or they've relapsed or they just have moved on or I moved on or, you know, you're, you change so much from 20 to 25, from 25 to 30, from 30 to 35 and so forth and so on. It's daily, right? Yeah, it's crazy. And it's like, if you're not consistently changing, then you're going backwards. And I think that, I think that the, that the quarantine really kind of forced me to look at my friend's circle and really forced me to look at the people I hold near and dear and the people that I'm like holding space for that really weren't holding space for me. Right. Sean said to me, and we know who we're talking about. Yeah. (laughs) We won't name names, but I know exactly. I know exactly. Here, here's the, here's what Sean said to me. He goes, if you're, if you go out of your way for someone else, and they don't reciprocate. I mean, it doesn't have to be like buy you a winning lottery ticket. If you're moving, move all right. the shit out of your house. It, it right. could be sim- as simple as when you're having a conversation with somebody, do they let you talk? Do yes. Not only do they let you talk, do they ask you about what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. It's the, I think friendships in general are a learning process over the years. And we kind of, at different times in our lives, we gravitate towards who we gravitate towards, you know? And I have friends who are a lot younger. I have friends who are a lot older. I have friends who are the same age. I have friends who I grew up with in high school. I have friends who, I have friends who live in South Africa. I mean, I, you know, it's, Right. One of the who who says yeah. you have to be like right on top of a friend or talk to a friend every single day. 